This is No Halos Here, hosted by Jen Lang and Jane Stark, the place to inspire a change in your consciousness to elevate the world. We're two heart-centered business owners nourishing our inner rebels while growing our respective businesses. No Halos Here is the result of bringing together an opera singer turned spiritual mentor and a marketing professional turned well-being coach to meditate daily. Together, we unite physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energies into a powerful presence to lead, heal, and inspire. We love exploring the shadowed edges of life, the universe, and beyond through honest and thought-provoking conversations. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of No Halos Here with Jen Lang and Jane Stark. And it just feels like ages since we've recorded, but that's because we batch recorded a bunch of episodes a few weeks ago. Which we don't typically do. No, we usually record week by week, but it felt good. It did feel good. And you were on holiday. So that, um, that gave us a little bit of breathing room, but yeah, it, it was good and it worked out well. And yet I still also like the idea of recording week to week so that we're in the moment and talking about the things that feel relevant for the time. I think we'll probably ebb and flow with that. Speaking of relevant topics, I think today's going to be really interesting because it really just came out in the last 10 minutes before we hit record. <laughs> in the moment. As Look it at does. us. So today we're going to talk about the physicalities of fear serenity and how to... How to cultivate more of it Yeah, using or through the physical world. So we talk a lot about the different energy bodies, physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional. Yeah. And I think that's something that you and I, that's where our work really crosses over and complements is that we both are very much engaged in, um, in the healing work and the coaching work that we do. We have to look at each of those areas. We can't, I think you and I both strongly believe that, you know, it doesn't work to just address one and not the others. And so that's what we weave through our fear serenity program. And I think that's a part of how we live our lives. So today we kind of just wanted to talk about that and unpack that a little bit from, you know, yeah, how that shows up in our lives. Yes. And we want to help you, our listeners, cultivate more of that in your own lives through talking about our examples. And also we're going to Mm -hmm. leave you with some practical guidance around this because it's very easy for us to stand up here and talk or sit or whatever to talk about these things because we work in this world every day. However... If you, as a listener, are not familiar with some of these practices, they are practices and you layer them. You don't try and do all seven or 12 or 20 or three of them at once, you know, there you take what works for you in any given time. So yeah, with that being said, do we want to start with how this came up? Like talk about, talk about, tell us about your morning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I think this came up because I've had a really busy day. Um, I, so I wear a a couple of hats. Jen and I are both multi-passionate entrepreneurs. And this morning I was wearing my marketing hat, my marketing and tourism hat. And so I, um, uh, prior to recording this episode this afternoon, I have run a board meeting and attended a AGM for the local chamber of commerce in my community. (laughs) So, which was a full on back to 2019 networking event. Um, so it's really interesting si- sort of side note, but I'm sure I've, I've had this conversation with a few people already, but really interesting to start to notice our energy and our, um, our capacity 
for doing things like this with a lot of people. So I'm really noticing, yeah, the peopling and I'm definitely noticing that I am, I get drained a lot faster than pre pandemic. I'm not used to being around people in that same way. So, um, it was, and and with that said, it was also really nice. It was nice to be in person again. It was nice to kind of go to something, you know, to go to a quote unquote event and do some networking and some catching up. But I came home and I was like, I am beat. Like I really, I could go have a two hour nap right now. So, (laughs) but I get get it. But alas, I had a commitment to Jen and to myself, to each other. We had a commitment. So I hopped on. I'm like, I am so tired. And she was very aptly like, let's do a meditation. Let's just kind of ground into our bodies. And so we did this beautiful meditation. Jen led um, led her and I just through a meditation together. And I was reflecting on it after I was like, you know, it's so fascinating still for me to notice how, like how different, just, I think it was less than 10 minutes, that meditation, but I felt so much more grounded in my body. All of a sudden I didn't feel quite as drained. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, it's, sometimes you don't even realize how ungrounded you are until you slow down and take the time to do something like that. And so that's kind of how we came to this topic of, you know, making sure that we are grounding ourselves in rituals and practices and habits in our day-to-day life and how we can do that and carving out the time for that really time. And honestly, this meditation was maybe five minutes, maybe six. Yeah. I could yeah. think it was very brief and very short, but a big it felt key like of, 10. <laughs> it felt like 10, which is like great in a great way of like, Oh, yes. I just feel like it just was that little bit of refresh that I needed. Oh, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll close out this uh, recording with a similar yeah, maybe. type of, who knows? We'll see where this goes. But it's also, I think a big part of it too, was the peopling piece. I'm going to speak to this from my own experience because yeah. last week on my week off, um, Kirk and I were touring wine country and it was lovely. And we had this trip set up with another good couple of friends of ours. And so we visited several vineyards and on our first day we visited four vineyards and then we were invited to a brew pub afterwards by one of the winemakers. And it was like, don't get me wrong. It was amazing. Loads of fun, really informative. But when the four of us got back to our accommodation for the evening, we like split ways. We were like, it was like scatter. (laughs) And everyone, and I basically went and I did my own meditation, my own grounding. I called my power back to me. I called all of my power back to me because that is so key when we're out peopling. Yeah. We don't realize how much of our energy we're giving away. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's fun. I remember it being described once by I can't remember who one of my mentors or coaches that, you know, when we're out and we're interacting with people, if you almost think of like, all of us have these little hooks and we're like shooting out these hooks to hook into people's energy. And it's not in a negative. I mean, sometimes there is, yeah, you're going to pick up negative energy, but it's not really about that specifically. It's just more that these energy exchanges we have, it's like, we have to like, we're sending out these hooks and others are hooking into us. And so it's that like, keeping our energy bodies clear coming back and just like what you said calling all of you back to you it's it's just this practice of calling our energy back and releasing anything that's not ours because we do we 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 all of a sudden just put our energy into all these other people and we don't realize we're doing it 
No, and and it is I think, exhausting. I think after such a prolonged period of being in our own energy for such a long time, it's, you know, with the pandemic, it's been much, it's much more clear to us when that sort of energy exchange happens. Yeah. And again, like you said, it's not, you know, it's not a negative thing. We want to get out and interact and be. Absolutely. With, we need it. We need it. We need that human interaction piece. And at the same time, this has just shown us a new way of, I think, calling our energy back to us more fully, um, being more aware of when our energy is being drained and pulled in different directions. And I think it's also helping us be more in integrity with yes. what our energy is. So, yeah. and when we're out of integrity with our own energy bodies, both physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and beyond, when we're out of integrity with those energy bodies, that's when we feel drained. That's when we feel exhausted. That's when we feel disconnected or vulnerable or, you know, or whatever myriad mm -hmm. of emotions and situations you can describe. I think there's also an element of, you know, we talked earlier about the concept of receiving. Um, yeah. And there's an element of like giving and receiving, right? We're giving when we're out in these situations, we're giving, giving, giving like our energy and, and we're receiving too, but there's this. I think it's important to remember that when we come back home or, you know, have those moments, it's actually then we need to start turning the lens on ourselves and giving to ourselves. Yes. And then, and which then leads into your comment about the integrity, right. Of our, of our, of ourselves and being in integrity with our own energy and making sure that we're giving what we need. And that that's definitely become more apparent for me after mm -hmm the pandemic. So that's, that's sort of the, the framework as to where we were going here. And we wanted to just touch a little bit more on what some of the habits and practices or rituals yeah. each of us have, or suggestions that you might want to look at in order to protect that physical energy body. Yeah. I'm wondering if we should like rename this episode called beyond bubble baths, taking care of yourself. <laughs> Yeah, right? Subtitle. Oh, that's great. Jen already oh, mentioned she might have a bath tonight, but I am definitely having a bath tonight. I have already but decided yeah, it's, that. <laughs> it's way more than that, right? It is, it's definitely like I'm going to go have a cat nap after this. I can tell you that. I'm just, Ooh, nice. I'm ready to like, I want my heating pad and I'm just going to lie down for 20 minutes and put a meditation in my ears. So, see, and, that is a physical practice that yeah. you as a listener can take on. People and like people say they don't have time for this. I'm like, you don't have time not to. No, that's the big thing I've learned. I don't have time not to. If I push through this feeling, yeah, I will just end up in a better, in a worse state. I know that now. So, and I think, I I think the other direction or the other piece I wanted to bring into this this conversation is the idea that, you know, we both play in the spiritual world, yeah, and but it's very easy to get caught in that or to, to play up there in that I'm saying up there and you can't see, but I'm using my hand above my head, this kind of yeah. spiritual energetic world, but we all walk around in this human meat suit. <laughs> like yeah. we have to be able to ground that as mm -hmm. well. Like we have to bring, um, I heard it recently referred to as practical magic. Like we have to yes. bring the magic in the spiritual world and root it down into our physical bodies. And so whether we're, you know, so there's kind of two angles here of like, whether we're out peopling and, and really like picking up a whole ton of different energies that are out there, or maybe we are sort of 
not peopling and we're in our own space, but we're playing in that energetic or that spiritual world above the neck space. Yeah. If we're not grounding that down into the body, then we're still oftentimes ungrounded and not able to move forward in the ways that we want. So you're reminding me that is so important. And you're reminding me of a singing analogy, actually. Okay. When I was learning to sing, um, I always remember my teacher, one of my first teachers telling me this, that the higher you sing, the more you have to ground into your body. Mm. And that the lower you sing, the more you have to maintain openness to the above to have a balanced sound. Okay. Because a higher voice sound that's disconnected doesn't carry, doesn't have the same tonality and doesn't have the same kind of qualities. It's like singing as opposed to ah, wow the same note but very different yeah that's one it's just kind of between the ears the first one was just between the ears and just kind of sung up there but the second one was using my whole body and my breath to support that note so if we don't you can use that as an analogy that's a very auditory analogy but if you're not um like jane said if you're not bringing that all that wisdom, all that intelligence, all that beautiful above in the crown of the head, spiritual meditation stuff. If you're not bringing that into your body, if you're not bringing and grounding that into your real life, then you are missing out on implementing a massive aspect of the human experience. Yes. And I think, yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. So how do you do this? Okay. Well, like I described, that meditation we did when we yeah. first started, which I think we'll close with. I think we'll do that okay. for our mm-hmm. listeners. So if you've been out and about peopling, or if you've had a bit of a hectic day, or you're listening to this, um, so personally, on a personal level, sometimes I do something really simple. I get out my yoga mat, and I lay on the floor for five minutes. I just set a timer, and I lay on the floor. And that is usually enough for me to just go, <sighs> and now that not every parent will have that luxury but if you've gotten home from a crap day and then you tell yourself you need to do some yoga or you're off to badminton or something like that I would encourage you to step out of the doing the next thing and to lay on the floor for five minutes and see how that feels and be curious about it and notice their resistance (laughs) which also reminds me of you know, so many yoga classes and some of the best yoga classes I ever went to, the instructors were always like Shavasana is Mm -hmm. the most important pose in yoga. And that's, you know, that integration time, right? Like you can go and do all the movement and all the Mm -hmm. moving through and pushing through and all the things, but it's actually that five minutes at the end of just lying on your mat and allowing things to integrate. Yeah. I love I like that's my favorite so that's it that's a really practical tip and I yeah. sometimes personally I struggle to do that I struggle to stop even though I'm tired but sometimes when I demonstrate for my clients or if I have a singing client here I'll demonstrate singing on the floor and I'll get down on the floor I'm like oh yeah this feels really good mm. so even better do it outside in warm weather whether mm-hmm. it's on the sand or on the grass um, do it in the sunshine. That's, that's always a really nice grounding, grounding, grounding practice. Yeah. Sometimes it's very practical, like eating grounding food. 
So for me, yes. it's eating food that's grown in the earth, not above the earth. So potatoes, carrots, root vegetables. Yeah, root vegetables. Always. Big one for that. Yeah. Um, Which is one that... Root tea. There's a tea oh, that yeah. I drink. Um, roasted dandelion root tea. It's really yeah, good for your liver as well. I that. Very good for the liver. Now I'm going to have to go make a cup of that. Um, <laughs> I was on dandelion. I used to eat, drink it every morning because it's it's quite rich. And some, so yes. for a while I was using it um, to substitute for coffee. Um, but now I'm back on, well, decaf coffee, but coffee <laughs> in the morning, but, um, now I'm, I've got a whole bunch of dandelion root, but yes. Yeah, so back to root vegetables or that earth, which is something that I think like, that's one of those areas that that's not talked about a lot, but this it's is not. the types of things that if we think about it's what we put in our bodies, it's mm-hmm. what we put our bodies on, AKA the earth, um, yeah baths so as much as we laugh about like you know beyond bubble baths absolutely but also water yes. is a very healing particularly um, with element. epsom salts yeah you want so, the, the bath you know, it may be, or a shower so a bath or a shower yeah. um can help just wash anything away and just bring you back uh gentle movement so i've started a Ooh. embodied movement practice love um, it where it's just yeah like put some music on and it doesn't, you don't have to, so yes, dance, if that's your thing, you know, it could be dancing, it can be exercise, but also actually just moving your body in any way it wants to move. And it could be really, really simple, really slow movement. It could be sitting there and rotating your wrists Mm -hmm. or moving your shoulders a little bit, um, you know, rotating your Tai Chi. Yeah, it's a movement based art, but you know, my, my, um, karate sensei Shihan Greg teaches Tai Chi as well. Um, he's an advanced Tai Chi. Um, well, gosh, mm-hmm. he's a master at so many things. However, and he would say he's, he'd be the first to say, he's like, I'm not a master at anything. Um, and that's part of the humility of learning and being in that always open space to learning and the humility of being open to learn more. But the Tai Chi that I used to practice with him was very grounding because it's just a conscious movement and your feet are nearly always touching the earth. So it's a beautiful way to connect in with the earth. Um, what else? Another practice. Can I, I think it's sorry, connecting into the earth and connecting into our bodies. I think yeah. that's the other piece that we become so disconnected yeah. from our body. And so that just starting to move and notice, it could also be like just starting to notice like, Oh, okay. Like I can feel my skin or, Yes. And my Reiki teacher taught me this um, when I did my Reiki master teacher training a month ago. I had brought this rock. I was like, this rock really wants to come to the Reiki teacher training. And it's it's a big piece of granite. I'll put a picture of it in Instagram. But she said one of her favorite practices to do between sessions is to hold a rock or an object and explore it with her fingertips. And so mm-hmm. she'll hold the rock in one hand and explore with each finger, what are, the, what are the different sensations and what is each finger picking up from the surface of the rock? And so for grounding, obviously rocks are of the earth. If mm-hmm. you really want to bring an embodied practice and an observation practice into your life, then feeling a rock or an object, a piece of driftwood, holding it in your hands that and exploring it with your fingertips is a really beautiful way to be in the moment and ground your energy at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways like that, that we can, you know, and practices that are really, really important. 
um, they take awareness, takes consciousness to put an effort into bringing those into your day. Are there any other rituals or habits that you have? Sometimes when I'm feeling out of my body or I'm feeling a little like I need to boost my energy and a meditation isn't quite the right thing, I will, um, oh, I actually have two suggestions or two practices that I do. One is the Amy Cuddy power pose that she talks yeah. about in her TED talk. And so we'll link to that in the show notes. But it's basically Wonder Woman pose. You stand there with your legs yeah. apart and your hands on your hips. And you stand there for two minutes and you just notice and you be, and that automatically activates confidence building, but it gets you in your body really yeah. fully. Yeah. And then the other practice I've done is if I need to like boost some energy and I don't quite feel like I have it, then I will um, do, like do like five or 10 sit-ups. I just hook my feet under oh. my chair and I get my core working activated. And that, that's a good idea. That's a really good one that I used to do before I did any videos. If I needed to boost some energy before I got on a video, I would do mm -hmm. five or 10 sit-ups or jumping jacks. So just yeah, five I or do 10. jumping jacks or shaking. Like yes. Oh, yes. Shaking. Yeah. Shaking. Whether it's like full body shaking, which you can Google and see some stuff mm -hmm. around that. Um, some YouTube videos. Or just shaking my hands out helps. And then one other one that I forgot that I sometimes do, what, especially if I'm feeling really depleted, is child's pose. I'll just get down on the floor and sink into yeah. child's pose for a little bit. And that forehead to the ground mm -hmm. really so helps. good to recharge the other, the other, the other one and the other one, <laughs> um, the other one for that, that's yoga based is legs up the wall. Yes. Um, is another really good restorative. If you need things like that. Um, so those are sort of like, yeah, some tips or some ideas for ways and practices to bring in. And then I think at its root too, with the physical, it comes, it's, I mean, it sounds so basic now, with all the stuff we hear, but it's back to looking at sleep habits, yes, diet, um, you know, even money. What are mm -hmm. our rich, you know, what are we, what are our rituals around money? What are our habits around money? Bringing awareness and consciousness to these areas of our life is that are pretty basic, but when we don't have those foundations, we can't yeah. be cultivating that fierce serenity that we, that we're after. That we're after. Yeah, it's, it's so key. You know, I really think that, of course, I'm totally biased because it's the name of, you know, what Jane and the process that Jane and I offer, but everyone should be seeking within themselves, these qualities of fierce serenity, because we all need the fierce um, energy and activity and that kernel of self to move through the tough times. Yeah. to support others through their tough times. And then we also need that balance of serenity, that balance of how do you how do you find that serenity within yourself when you know the hurricanes all around you. You need to be the eye of the storm, the calm in the center of the storm and still be able to move over the landscape. And so if you don't have that serenity, then you're going to get whipped up into the vortex and spat out the other side. Yeah, which you know I... we've all experienced. We have all, and I'm, I would, like, ever. I'm sure all of you listening to this would also have experienced that. So, fear serenity is that energy. But these physical practices that Jane and I just talked about are ways to 
cultivate that in your physical world more fully. I think we're going to do a couple of series around different, the different areas, yeah, right? The yeah, physical, different energy mental, bodies. spiritual, and emotional, mm-hmm. because there's ways, and this is what we teach and teach. I don't like even using the word teach because what our program isn't necessarily a coaching teaching program. We're actually referring to it now more as an immersive experience. Yeah. Um, but these are some of the areas that we really dive deeper into in that program is what does fierce serenity look like for you in each of these areas? Because it's important that we explore each and we cultivate healthy habits in all of these different areas. Totally. Oh, so fun. So we hope you've loved this episode. We'd love to hear from you. If you have some particular grounding or physicality um, practices, you can definitely reach out to us on socials. Uh, our Instagram handle is at we are Jen and Jane, J-E-N-J-A-N-E. For people who uh, just like two of like probably, apart from Anna, probably two of the more simpler names in the English language yep. to spell. <laughs> Jen and Jane. Jen and Jane. So we'd love to hear from you. And we'll be sharing some of this out on our IG. If your serenity is of interest to you or that kind of piques your interest, definitely reach out to us on DM or find our email. It's all in the show the notes. The info's all in the show notes, yeah. Yeah, it's on our next on the- cohort starts May 15th. That's week right. Of May 15th. So the week of May 15th, we'd love to see you. Sign up is open um now. So yeah, we would love to love to see you for this next round. We're super excited to take the beta round and ramp, put ramp our learnings up. into it and ramp it up. Ramp yeah. It up definitely so, so good it is it's um, already it is you mentioned uh that uh you were gonna walk us through that meditation <gasps> right okay <laughs> it's like thank you promised that we did we did promise that okay so uh i hope you have an extra five minutes or just hit pause until you're somewhere safe where you can pause for a moment and we're gonna go into this grounding meditation so i invite you to close your eyes and to breathe deeply And whatever that is for you right now. And just as you breathe in, I'd invite you to check in with your jaw briefly. And to notice if you're holding any tension in your jaw. And allow yourself to inhale maybe through your mouth just a little. And definitely exhale through an open mouth. And now bring your awareness to your feet. Particularly one or both of your big toes and imagine focusing all of your essence your power your energy into those big toes and touching that toe pad to the earth connecting it in with the earth and allowing that connection to grow from your big toe to the rest of your toes to the soles of your feet Breathing in through the soles of your feet, connected into the earth, and then out. And then breathing in as that energy and that connection moves up your legs to your knees. And then exhaling, feel that surrender into the knowledge and the wisdom and the power that is contained in the earth and your connection to it.
And on the next inhalation, feel this rising further up your legs to your hips. Through the base of your spine, to your root, your sexual organs. Feel that warmth and that power filling there, coming up your spine. Continuing to breathe in and breathe out at a pace that feels good for you. Moving up the middle belly, the middle back. And now this time, take a conscious breath into your heart space, breathing in through an open mouth. And as you exhale, exhale down the body into the earth. And do another breath like that, breathing in through the heart, front and back. And then breathing down, out, down the body into the earth. Now bring your awareness to your hands, breathing normally for a moment. Just let your hands rest, open palm up or down on your body, on your legs somewhere. And then allow that warmth that you feel in your hands to move up your wrists and arms, up your elbows, up past the upper arm to your shoulder and meeting up with that energy from the ground. Meeting just above your heart where your neck meets your torso. Feeling the connection between your open head area and that grounded energy in your body. I'd like you to take a breath in from above your head. So breathing in from that space above. And then exhaling out down through the body. And then again, one more breath, breathing from above. And then down through the body. Into the earth. And on this third breath in, I'd like you to call your power back to you, breathing in, calling in all parts of yourself back to you. All interactions, whether out of the house or other around others, call all your power back, breathing in, filling your lungs, filling your lungs. And then exhale down through your body into the earth. And just let all of you come back and be in you. Feel that new alignment with the earth within yourself and yet still connected to your crown. Take a few nice natural breaths for yourself. And now begin to slowly move your fingers and toes your wrists, and your ankles. Invite your jaw to open very gently and do a soft exhalation. Now let that move into a more full body stretch in whatever way feels good for you. You might feel the urge to yawn. Do so. And then start to come back more fully and when you're ready open your eyes
And that was your embodied, grounded self-meditation. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's wrap it there. We'll wrap it there. We'll catch you next time on No Halos Here. And I think we're going to explore the emotional body next week. So definitely tune in for that. And have some fun and games with that one. Bye. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us for these conscious combos. If you're ready to dive deeper, head on over to wearejenandjane.com to continue the conversation. If you love this episode, please take a moment to share it with your friends or your network and leave us a review by going to Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at wearejenandjane and let us know what you enjoy and what you would like to see more of. We'd love to hear from you.